Yo, this is the ancient Texan. Trump. The canary in the coal mine. Do we impeach the canary? Wow, let's take a deep breath. We live in a stressed world we live in a world that's disconnected even before the pandemic we live stress lives each person's kind of on their own strong individual effort independence the Marlboro Man. Macho Man. Aggressive Man. A man that needs nobody else. He's on an island and he survives. He forges his way across the West in a rickety covered wagon and survives he works his way up from nothing and becomes somebody he outcompetes everyone else he's the Heisman Trophy winner the celebration of competition and individual effort is our society let a baby cry at nighttime in the crib. It'll make them strong and independent and disconnected. Social media divides us. We're alone with our devices. Family dinner, everybody's got their phone out in a restaurant talking with their machine connects them they believe with another person but we're not machines and we're not just intellectual beings the touch of the hand other people's approval acceptance in our world is very important to us I think our society has moved away from the hunter-gatherer where you have 60 people in a community. Everyone's well-being is tied to everyone else's well-being. The children are nurtured by the tribe. We've come to where a child at best gets a meal in our schools and he comes home to an empty house and serves himself a bowl of cereal with milk if he has it. 
Instead, he sees parents that are on drugs. If you're a black family, you get the additional racial prejudice. Hispanic, maybe more. You're an Indian on the reservation or an Aborigine taken away from your ancestors. We live in a world that is pushing individualism, separateness. Uh, Some of us recognize that the cooperation has at least as much value as competition. And in our world where we're we're deprived of it, uh, maybe it should be our mantra for the next hundred years. But you got all this, and Trump is the poster child of our new world, raised by a father that was very successful, very driven, that berated Trump, told him it wasn't enough. Trump's brother died of alcoholism. Guess what? That's a pretty good way to get away from the pain of the kind of environment that uh, Trump was raised in. People always say with addiction, why do they do it? It's from the pain. It's to kill one pain. The addiction serves a purpose. I don't want to get off on that tension. So we got Trump, who believes in winning at all cost, being strong, never admitting defeat, never admitting mistake. Everyone serves him. The world is about him. He's a perfect example of what our society promotes. He's like the epitome of what our society Encourages that, yeah, he's gone off the deep end. Then we have 70 million people that voted for him. There, Trump is one of them. Trump is the poster child for half of America. Trump is. America, at least half of it, and we can dissect all his followers and whatever, but that's not what we're here for, but those people feel connected to him, and they live in this alternate reality that Trump has created, the story that he's projected. They believe the world is an unsafe place. The world is is bad, it's evil, it needs to be controlled. We need a strong father figure at the top. A king if necessary. A ruler. We need a strong hand to control this evil world. And who could better play that role than a narcissist? 
So then we come to the question, if Trump is the canary in the room, Trump is the canary that's showing us what our society is like, and Trump followers that elected him are showing us what's happening in America. Do we impeach the canary or not? And this has nothing to do with whether I think what he did was okay. I don't think it's okay. I don't think what he's been doing since the beginning is okay. You know, the Mexicans are sending their rapists and yeah, there are some good Mexicans. That, that's like saying, yeah, there's mostly bad Mexicans and the exception is, you know, a few good people. It's kind of saying they're poor and coming over here and it's their fault. It's a point of view of, of life. Uh, I was raised in that, a fundamentalist religion. That was the way I was raised. We need God the Father to tell us what to do. And come parents need to be the strong hand. Spare the rod and spoil the child. That's a whole philosophy right in that that in that phrase. And it's a philosophy our country half of our country at least lives under. It's this story, and the story has a lot of details, but that's a strong family power at the top story that Trump people are living in. It's made worse and more acceptable because they're also stressed, disconnected, and feel unloved. It's what our society does to people. Now we can impeach Trump and teach him a lesson and he never can be, if he's convicted in the Senate, can never run for presidency again and doesn't get his pension and travel budget and blah, 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 blah. Bunch of bad things happen to Trump. First, do I think half the Repub- that Republicans are going to convince them in the Senate? Of course not. They would be indicting themselves, the 144 of them that voted uh, to challenge the Electoral College. They would be indicting themselves. That's not going to happen. So the question is, with an impeachment in the House and no conviction in the Senate, should we impeach the president? Perhaps the censor would be more appropriate. But should we impeach the president? So the real question, I don't think, is what happens to Trump? Well, you keep him from running four years later if he's convicted? That's one way to solve the problem. The other way to look at this whole thing is what does the impeachment do to the 70 million followers of Trump? 
Does it lead them on a path of recovery and reconciliation with the, uh, the other half? When we impeach Trump, we are condemning the 70 million people that followed him. I think he needs his hand slapped. The censor's kind of for that purpose. It's kind of a statement that uh, did something that's improper. It's like a timeout with a kid. It's not saying you're not one of us, but we need you to think about what the hell you've just done. And that's the message that I think we need to send to the 70 million followers. We need to stop and think about where we are. And to the 300 million people that live in this country, we need to say, what is the canary saying about our society? And how do we fix that? Wealth inequality. I think that in some extent is just another symptom of our society. How do we show everyone in our society that they're valued and that we care for them and that we want to be connected with them and hold hands with them? I don't think impeachment's the way to start that process. And I do think that, you know, the people that did the physical acts of breaking in, entering, should should face the legal consequences of that, and they should be prosecuted. But then even then, you know, what kind of sentence they get, uh, hopefully in our wisdom, some of those sentences will include some, some therapy, some education, some analysis of why they're angry. And acting out. But that's that's beyond my expertise. But I don't think it's beyond our expertise to see that we have a problem that's much bigger than Trump. We have built up a society whose laws, actions, education, uh, way of life is not producing an environment that's good to grow up in. It's not producing an environment that's good to live in. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff. Our GDP is great per person. And even that's the average because we, you know, there's 20% at the bottom that get almost none of that. But we quote the average GDP per person as a measure of our success and greatness. That in itself uh, is an indication of the environment we're raised in in this country and the, the kind of environment that we have. So when we think about impeaching Trump, I think the question we need to ask ourselves is, does that help reunite this country? Does that help the 70 million rejoin 
with the rest of us. And not that the rest of us are that united and connected. I think we're mostly united against our disapproval of Trump. I don't think that means we're very connected. I think we're as unconnected as they are. But we just haven't reached the point yet where we're stressed enough to go burn down buildings, break glass. But I suspect there's a whole lot of us that agree with us politically that are not in very good shape. And yes, the pandemic is making it worse. But the pandemic itself is more or less an indicator of the condition in our society. It's certainly an indicator of how well we can cooperate with each other and overcome an external foe. It's certainly an indicator, a canary, for the condition of our medical system. So, I want to just ask you guys to, to think about how disconnected we are as a people and how our society does not meet the needs of ordinary humans. This is the ancient Texan trying to see the value in each of you. Namaste means I see the sacred in you. And I think that's what our country needs. Namaste. Yo, this is the ancient Texan, an earthling, hoping we all can learn to live and play well together on this small and delicate planet we call home. May we all honor the sacred in our fellow inhabitants. Namaste.